Yael Green, creator of Almond Milk LA, joins us on tonight's YFV Chat Live to talk about becoming an artisanal food entrepreneur, making the scary leap to entrepreneurship, and cultivating a cult following around her brand. Check in on the chat and watch the next 30 minutes using the hashtag YFE Chat to tweet your takeaways. you're watching another YFE chat live I'm your host Jennifer Dono you can tweet me using the hashtag YFE chat and of course at Jennifer Dono is my Twitter uh, username so tonight like I said our guest is Yael Green I pre-recorded this because I'm gonna be having a baby anytime now and I cannot tell you how much I just adore the almond milk LA brand and I think you guys are going to absolutely fall in love with it yourself if you haven't already it's in the Los Angeles area and they primarily serve that local area so if you're outside of it like myself in Seattle you can just look at it and and admire it from afar so tonight's episode episode 109 is brought to you by Oval Eye TV Ovalai believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. And don't forget to sign up for our uh, mailing list over at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. That's the best way to stay in touch with everything Young Female Entrepreneurs is doing. One of the big things that... Um, I have everything set up for is the uh, daily action calendar. So if you go to dailyactioncalendar.com, you can see our new website. And um, basically what it is, is uh, YFE. So let me give you, before I bring Yael on, I want to give you just a little backstory on what this is. So I started the daily action calendar a couple years ago with our web hosting company, Ovaline. It was primarily to serve um, small office, home office business owners, which is who we were serving with our web hosting company. And every day it was a new action to take. So when we were selling that company, I brought it over to Young Female Entrepreneurs last year. And it's been so much fun. Um, and I wanted to do more with it. It's just a little time consuming. And so what I did was I kept the daily share and moved the, the action piece and developed that a little bit more so that it's 365 action sheets and created an e-kit out of it. It's just $15. So you can grab it over at dailyactioncalendar.com. And it provides you with an action to take uh, up at the top. It has a quote. Um, it has some prompts for you to work through. And then it has an area to just basically keep track of what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. So I got pretty excited about it. Hopefully you guys will check it out at dailyactioncalendar.com, but we're still doing those daily shares over at daily, um, take daily action. So you can find everything in the hashtag daily action. So <laughs> make sure you check that out. Uh, let's go ahead and learn a little bit about Yael, Yael before we bring her on. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan of everything that they're doing over there. So I think you guys will be too. So Yael Green is the creator of Handmade and Home Delivered Almond Milk LA, a raw, organic, non-GMO, dairy, soy, gluten-free, delicious and nutritious living food delivered straight to your door. So Yael, let's go ahead and hear a little bit more about Almond Milk LA. Yael, tell us about your branding. And I mean, this is one of those businesses that I've, I've talked about on YFE Chat in the past that there are certain brands that you just want to be best friends with. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about how you got to this point with the branding. 
It was actually, so I have to just say, I have one of the best designers on the planet. Um, she, originally when I asked her to do this, she actually said no. And after about a week, she phoned me up and she said, in a dream, I, had, I have the logo now and I'm on board. So there was this, you know, time period where I just let it settle and then all of a sudden it came to her and that has actually been basically how this entire company has started and continues that everything just falls into place, you know, as we give it the time and the space. And so Janine, who's the name of the, our graphic designer and brander, she actually has been with us every step of the way. Nothing goes out without her looking at it and also without Nicola, the co-creator. They do a lot of collaboration and it turns out to be this beautiful product that is so representative of just the original idea I had in terms of creating almond milk and bringing it out there. It, it wasn't, you know, it was, it's just fallen into place so beautifully. Well, and you know, Yael, I mean, the branding is much more than just the logo, which I absolutely, I mean, it's beautiful. And it totally fits into the whole mission behind Almond Milk LA and what you guys are doing. Um, But I mean, it goes past that. It goes uh, just everything you've embodied and everything that the, the brand stands for. How did that, I mean, did you sit down and strategize, okay, this is what we stand for? Or is it more like the organic of how the logo and how the design came about? We base everything on our intuition. What does it feel like? Does this, you know, there wasn't necessarily all these strategic meetings. It's come very organically, really from my heart, from their heart. It's uh, us as a team, how we interact. And it's just represents what we wanted to put out there in terms of, you know, it wasn't ever, let's put out a brand that means this. (laughs) It It just is who we are. And, you know, if you're living from that point and if you're just responding from that, that's what comes out. And Janine does that so beautifully because everything that she does when she brands something comes from how she feels about it. She has a connection to it and she designs from that point. And the same thing for Nicola in terms of how they collaborate. Like, does this feel right? Does it feel like I would want to feel, you know, and that's... That's how it gets represented because that's who we are, really. Well, I love that. And, you know, I follow a few uh, women that are in the Los Angeles area. And YFE Chat, for the last few weeks, has been featuring entrepreneurial women in the Los Angeles area. And a lot of you come back with very similar answers as far as the branding goes. And for whatever reason, I'm very much attracted to following you guys and especially on your Instagram accounts. And so I wanted to ask you about that because Almond Milk LA has thousands of followers and you guys make almond milk. It's not like <laughs> it's not like you're doing anything super sexy, yet people really respond to it. So I wanted to find out more about how you capture like things that are happening in your farmer's market, what the strategy is behind uh, you showing basically showing off your brand using that specific platform. Right. Like, clearly, this is not brain surgery, right? I mean, anyone can make almond milk. So it it is a large part of what does, you know, what purpose are we serving in community? And part of the way we do that is to represent, you know, especially recently, we've done a lot of regramming. So we represent our community. You know, everyone wants to see themselves out there. 
And so that's part of what we do. You know, anyone that buys almond milk, we love just featuring that from the first when we did the, the first festival we ever did was a huge yoga festival in Joshua Tree. And it was all about featuring who bought the almond milk because these are the people actually that that we're grateful for, that we want to represent, that we want to show out there that the, everyone drinks almond milk. So we do that, you know, the farmer's market's the, one of the best places. Every event that we go to, we really focus, you know, on how the product gets into people's hands and you know, part of it, it certainly is, you know, how we do the setup. We show that. Um, and we love bringing in just the same energy that we bring to the product because we make our product in a very specific way. And there are some other things that's not just in, you know, a manufacturing plant. But, you know, it's what energy, who touches the almonds, who produces it, what energy do they have, all the way to who sells it, and how does that get to our customers. So I think that entire line is represented in what we do in Instagram. And it's just an outpouring of, you know, what the images that we get to see. You know, it's like when I go to the farmer's market and I sell there, I get to see these people enjoying it and loving it. And that's what we want to represent is, you know, how does a product that is just a, you know, you could buy anywhere, how does that get out and represent, you know, the love and all of the caring and health and all those pieces that we want to be putting in the world? Because that's, that's what creates health in this world. Well, see, and I love that about you guys. I love, I'm just such a big fan, and I've never actually bought your product, I should say, because I'm up in the Seattle area, mm-hmm. and you guys are very much local. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the interesting thing that I love about this is that I am an almond connoisseur. So the mm-hmm. way that I found out about Almond Milk LA initially was because I did a Google search mm-hmm. for uh, raw almonds, because I had done some research on... Um, on pasteurization of almonds and I was looking for a farmer that I could purchase in bulk Mm -hmm. almonds from that hadn't been pasteurized and I know there's a lot of laws around how um how almonds are sold today and I thought or well anyway so I found you Mm -hmm. guys through like a blog post or an article or something and you had visited the farm that you purchased the almonds from and actually saw them take the almonds from the trees right yeah. Which I thought was so cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> uh, but I love homemade almond milk. I love, you know, hand-pressed almond milk. There is something so mm-hmm. different. I mean, first of all, it doesn't have what it's called, the carrageenan. Mm-hmm. That's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. So it's a total di- different consistency. And when you make it and it's fresh, it has a nice, like, um, like a latte foam type mm-hmm. of a thing with it. It's just delicious. So anyway, I wanted to find out, now that we've been talking about your brand and about Instagram and what you guys really stand for, more about the actual food product because you've been just recently named a top 10 artisanal food um, entrepreneur mm-hmm. or company in the Los mm-hmm. Angeles area. So mm-hmm. what makes you different from the other almond milks out there? I mean, Well, in LA, really, we're the only ones that do just almond milk. You know, I'm a real believer in whatever you do well, just do that. And so really we're the only one that just does almond milk. There's certainly the cold-pressed juice companies who have almond milk. There is certainly, you know, the boxed almond milks, which are just in a different category because they have different ingredients than we have. You know, we have, again, we have we put no preservatives in there, nothing that would be shelf-stable. So, again, it's a raw product. Um, and it just... It's something that makes you feel good, you know? When you know either, you know, we're a big proponent of people making it themselves. We love people making it themselves. And that's basically what we do just on a larger scale, you know? 
It doesn't go through any big machines. We actually have people hand pressing every single bottle. And so, yeah, it's just what, you know, just what you do in the kitchen, although we do everything a little bit bigger. <laughs> larger blenders and a larger nut bags. And, but it's, yeah, it's just, I think, the, the way we put in our energy into what we do and, and how much we want, you know, love this product and know that it's important for people to realize, you know, like, I'll go into, uh, I just went into a coffee shop today, and this guy behind me said, ooh, almond milk. And I knew, you know, it was a boxed almond milk. But part of it is, like, I would love to educate every single person that goes into a coffee shop and that they're able to actually get hand-pressed raw organic almond milk, you know, instead of what's in the boxes. And they would actually know the difference and know to ask for that. Well, one I mean, of the big differences, though, is that raw almond component, right? That, I mean, <laughs> from what I understand, is that when it goes through any type of pasteurization process, it's lost a lot of the nutrients that you think you're getting with this almond milk. Correct. It, it, it does lose all of that nutrients because anytime you heat something, it, you know, breaks apart the molecules. Plus they have to, you know, they, they put synthetic vitamins in there. They put shelf stabilizers because they have to, right? Because otherwise it wouldn't last more than four to eight days, which is what ours lasts. But for me, you know, it's really like, that's what we have to get back to. We don't need to be buying, you know, we're not going to have an earthquake. We don't need to be buying 50 boxes of it to last, you know, us for years. We really could use products in a few days and then buy more. That's what we're meant to do. You know, eat whole foods, shop more often. And, you know, that's, that's really what the body's asking for. I'm totally nerdy now right now because this is so just this is why I love your brand it's absolutely true and I love everything um, behind the whole process of what goes into making the almond milk but just to prove that I mean like you said this is available there's cold press uh, juiceries or whatever that you say that could do this there's if you go into Whole Foods there's an array of different almond milks but one of the things that got me really excited and why I reached out to you guys was because I follow Amanda Cadnett um, oh, uh -huh. on mm -hmm. Instagram. <laughs> She's walking through the farmer's market and she took an Instagram of the of your product. Mm -hmm. And I got so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, she is so cool. She's drinking the almond milk. I was also excited to see that she was drinking <laughs> the almond milk. So, yes. I mean, I, is that, as far as the celebrity attention goes, because, I mean, Amanda Canna is just one person. You guys, uh, one of the things that I took away from your Instagram was that you do a lot of regramming of other, of people who purchase it, and people take pictures. So there's, like, a cult following around your brand how did you I mean how did that come about I think it's partly because of just you know what the brand somehow this brand is supposed to be out there and I mean I for me when I think about this brand it, we just really nurture it and you know we shepherd it it has its own life it does its own thing and I we all trust that it will continue because it's supposed to be out there I don't really take any ownership of it. it. It is what it is. It needs to be out there. So I think that's a big piece of it is that when something's supposed to be out in the world, it just starts to, you know, manifest in the ways that it manifests. So, yeah. And we we're in some very key places, you know, we're in markets and, you know, that would attract that population. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, and we had philosophy um, Sophie mm -hmm. Jaffe on not that mm -hmm. long ago, and she said something very similar, that she's 
very fortunate to be in an area where there's just a lot of influential people. And she was saying she goes for a walk and she sees Larry King. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it must be nice. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I have to say, it's great to have these celebrities and you know, and I have all these names and I'm honestly not a, a celebrity person even though I grew up in LA. But the people that I really appreciate are the people from day one that have ordered it every week. They're just like you and I that take it out of their budget to, you know, and know that this is important. Those are the people that I really am so grateful for because they actually made this company what it is. I love that. So now as far as uh, partnership goes and getting recognized and really fulfilling your mission, you guys have done a few things with other companies. So you, for example, the delivery portion of your company is through Good Eggs. Um, and then you also have worked with a few other brands as far as bringing those brands together and really using or leveraging each other's audiences. Uh, could you give us a couple examples or maybe how those partnerships came about? The Good Eggs story I actually love because I was looking online and I found Good Eggs in San Francisco. And just to give a quick little blurb, Good Eggs is a uh, local mission-driven company that focuses on artisanal food businesses like myself. They don't do huge, large companies, but they are really connected with health and how do we get good food out there. And so when I saw them in San Francisco, I thought, I wish they'd come to Los Angeles, but probably not. San Francisco's so cool. We won't have that down here. But I emailed them and four months later, five months later, they sent me an email and they said, we want to meet with you. We're coming down to LA. And then- and this, we were their first vendor on the site, and we've been with them ever since. And the people that work there are on the same, they do the same thing that we do. It's a, an amazing partnership. If you can get them on, they are phenomenal what they're doing in the LA area. Um, and it's been a really beautiful partnership with them. And then the piece of, and through them even, I've met so many other artisanal food vendors. And those are the people that actually have become some of my best friends, to be honest with you. They're the ones that I call up and I say, this is what's going on. What do you think? Because they've gone through it. Or, you know, I have some connection that I can give to them. It's really, it's this circle of community that gets built. And so, for example, like Savor the Sauce, I've worked with them and they've actually, we've done a lot of partnerships with them. They've used their almond milk and recipes. We've brought them in when we've done other events, such as like West Elm, those sorts of things. So there's so many different opportunities to co-collaborate. I think especially here in LA, even though we have such a diverse audience and it's so large here, there's that's partly why it's so great because we're very west side. We have some things on the east side, but I have partners like Press Brothers Juicery. They're on the east side, and it's great for them to sell our product in places that we don't necessarily get to. So it's we have a lot of opportunity here and so many people are doing this good work well the los angeles area california in general i feel like so just as some quick background on me i'm trying to go zero waste but in our home and we're doing a pretty good job about it but i can't Mm -hmm. see the average person becoming that way um or eating or being able to Mm -hmm. eat real whole foods because i take the time i've really Mm -hmm. prioritized our budget and and my time in creating recipes like that, but I can't see the average family doing it. So it's really about creating innovative services that help you get this type of products. And Good Eggs really caught my attention. I found out about them through your website because it's an innovative way to get people healthy, whole, locally made, good food. 
so I'm, I'm hoping people will check that out if you're in the LA or San Francisco area. But one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was, uh, so for those people that are at home and they have like a food product, I know there's a few people out here in Seattle that are creating bars or whatnot. Mm -hmm. At what point, like you said, what you're doing is just what I'm doing at home, but at a much grander Mm -hmm. scale. So at what point did you take it from your, your home, you know, kitchen bar into a commercial kitchen? That's a great question because this initially did not, I didn't start this to be a business. It was actually slightly a hobby. One day I just said, I was actually a physical therapy student when I started this. And I thought, I sat on the couch, I was like, I want to deliver almond milk. And (laughs) for some reason, I I just had to listen. And you know, the first week that I did this, January 1st of last year, I looked back and I delivered, I think eight or 12 bottles. And that to me was huge. I mean, when I think of the amount that we do now and how it, it goes, it's so different. But there was a point where, you know, I was, I ended up going to Hawaii for a couple weeks um, part, as part of my physical therapy training. And we got an article in Daily Candy and all of a sudden things started to shift. And that's when we had to go to a commercial kitchen because it, you just can't, you know. There's only so much space. And you also have to, you know, go into production mode and go into a normal way of a food business and that means being a commercial kitchen and so much so now that we've grown that we need our own kitchen space wow well so there was that demand there first it wasn't like you were necessarily taking a huge leap and saying i'm going to try this out and hope that people will show up i you know i didn't have that attachment to it that's a huge part of this is that I just did it out there. I didn't, it wasn't that it had to be something. I didn't have any expectations of it. I just thought, wow, if some people could be, you know, get some homemade almond milk, then great. And then it just took off from there and I didn't have to make it into something. It started making it on its own. You know, when I could just let go, it went. It was the right thing. See, I feel like that this is a big aha or the universe is trying to tell all of us, all of you young female entrepreneurs something, because this is seriously a consistent theme week after week, the idea of an organic process in starting a business, not forcing anything, not pushing something, not having that big expectation and just kind of letting it go. So that's definitely a takeaway from me. Uh, But... So as far as like the uh, the health regulations go, that's my last question around like the actual product piece of it. Um, like you said, a lot of products that are in our supermarkets are have preservatives and certain things that keep it on the shelves. Is there anything that you guys had to do differently as far as making sure that you were up to health code? Um, that's a great question. I'm trying to, because health code in the commercial kitchen, health code in, you know, there is certain, every store has their own relationship with, you know, what they'll bring in. Some, some places, you know, the larger stores need shelf life. So there's no way that we would be in a Ralph's or Vons. One, our price point, two, we, it, there's just that, some of those things sit in warehouses for months. You know, our product has to be out on the shelf instantly because it only has a certain shelf life. So there's not necessarily, you know, it's, we obviously have nutrition facts and we went through, you know, scientific testing and have all of that labeling that you require. And then we just follow normal commercial kitchen standards and how we prep things, you know, which means temperature control and, you know, clean spaces, everyone, you know, having a 
food handler certification, all of those, those little things, which I actually, having never been in the food business, didn't know before, they, before I had to know about them. I researched everything. See, and I, how do you say that? Um, being naive is definitely a, a, um, a benefit for a lot of <laughs> entrepreneurs, especially in the food industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of uh, successful people say that basically at the beginning, I didn't know. So I just went ahead and moved forward and things just worked out the way that they were supposed to. Absolutely. Uh, so now uh, you mentioned briefly that you were uh, becoming, you were getting your doctorate in physical therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So first of all, tell us what your reaction from friends and family was when you said, I'm going to go from getting my doctorate to delivering almond milk. And then also, uh, if you have any advice for any other young female entrepreneurs, I want to end with some type of, you know, if you are making that big life transition, because that's, that's sounds like a huge life transition that's a big commitment from going Mm -hmm. through studies to starting a business what advice you'd give to her as far as how to get that started yeah that's I mean part of I it took me a while it's definitely been a process and you know I have a master's and a bachelor's in business so I have that and then I've been pursuing physical therapy and you know I spent almost four years before I stopped this, actually. I was two months from actually finishing my PT degree, and I stopped doing that and decided to, because this was the opportunity and this was the time to, you know, harness this and take Almond Milk LA to the next level. So there are many people in my life that are so supportive, love the product, can see that this growth has is going to continue, and then there are other people who I think you know, people at school and some some family members who are nervous of me not finishing and think I need a backup and, you know, say, just finish it and you can still do this. But that took probably six months for me to say I'm done, and at least for now. And I need to continue on this path because these kinds of opportunities come once in a lifetime. And if you don't listen to them, you, you know, you lose that opportunity to learn whatever you're going to learn. I mean, part of this is We do a lot of things in life because we need to learn and it's part of our growth process. So this is a huge learning opportunity for me and I'm glad that people get benefit from it as well. But I learn so much. So to to really know that whether I fail or succeed, whatever that means at the end of this journey, I will have at least gone through this piece. And for me, it's less about having, you have to have some detachment from feeling secure and you have to the leap means that you don't know where the next step is going to be you don't know where things are going to come from and for me that's one of the best places to be even though it's the scariest I know that something comes from it I'm not going to just fall so I took the leap and I think what one of the things that I can really tell people is that know that there's always going to be something there for you and trust even though it's the scariest thing and it may not continue forever, if you just trust in the moment, there's going to be something beautiful and amazing that you never could have thought would be there at the other end by letting go. I have too many pregnancy hormones in me right now because I'm like starting to cry. (laughs) I think that's a beautiful message and I'm sure a lot of people will really appreciate hearing that, Yael. Thank you so much for sharing everything about your brand and for coming on and telling us a little bit about um, what it's like to start a an artisanal 
uh, company. And like I said, you guys are doing such fantastic work. You're also, like I want to mention one more time, you were named top 10 artisanal food uh, companies by Zagat. So that's huge. So congratulations. Where Thank can everyone you. find out more about Almond Milk LA? Um, on our website, almondmilkla.com. And then if they're in the LA area, we're at Palisades Farmer's Market, Mar Vista, Malibu, and we're in a bunch of different uh, retail locations, which we have listed on our website. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Jen.